to another episode of That's a Wrap podcast. This is the quarantine edition of That's a Wrap. Uh, I am your co-host Jay Rosales. Uh, excited to be back on the mic with my friends. Guys, what is going on? Hey, it's uh, your boy Dre uh, while recording from home. But to be honest, we kind of usually did that anyway. So nothing has changed for us on that front. Uh, how's it going, Jason? Uh, the man behind all of the audio engineering. It's been quite a minute, no? Like... It's been exactly two weeks from today, so we're recording this on a Wednesday afternoon. Usually we do this at night uh, when Jay's kids are asleep, but it's been a minute. It's been two weeks since the NBA decided to close its doors. Uh, Before before we go through all of that, because we've got a lot to talk about, um, how are you guys doing? How are you guys doing? Holding up as best as I can, yeah. (laughs) Yeah, it's a a different uh, climate that we're currently in, right? I mean... Um, for me personally, at work, uh, we've been ordered all to uh, work from home. So, yeah. and this is indefinitely, and it looks like it's going to be like this for a while. Um, rumors are that this is going to go on until as far as June at my place. So, um, it's weird because uh, I am very much liking the fact that I can just wear pajamas all day. Um, but I'm sure. <laughs> My wife doesn't like the fact that I haven't shaved in two weeks. So, yeah, very different climate indeed. But uh, hold so, do you up. look like Harrison Barnes yet? Uh, you don't want to see how I look like. I'm, I'm very <laughs> glad this is not a video cast and just just a yeah. just an audio recording. Very nice. What about you, Adrian? Yeah, on that front, like I was considering getting a haircut because I usually get very lazy with that. I was considering getting one like a couple of days before the shutdown, and now I'm really regretting not having done it. I'm going to look like crap by the time this is finished. (laughs) For real, I already look bad. Oh, man, I haven't gotten a haircut in, I don't know, since I was like... 13 maybe because well, i just cut i just cut my own hair exactly I just buzz you, you, you buzz well, then you're set up you're fine you're fine yeah yeah it's simple you were prepared um, from 13 <laughs> yeah you know how much money i've saved because i haven't gone to the barber anyways so um <laughs> it's yeah like i said man it's it's been a minute it's really nice to talk to you guys we haven't spoke for like i said like about two weeks or so and uh it's it's good to know that you guys are doing okay and i hope that all you guys out there are also staying safe and staying healthy um but but yeah like for myself uh this is my first day of working at home so it was kind of interesting it's kind of it's nice to be with christine uh who's been uh in sci self-isolation for for quite some time now uh but we're all doing okay and, and i'm glad to know that you guys are doing okay as well but it's i think it's a good idea to talk about some nba and what we're what's going on around nba and uh uh yeah like do you, we have some news that's for damn sure jay you want to get us yeah started? there's there's quite a bit i mean uh obviously the the theme is going to be centered around covid19 and its ripple effects throughout um, throughout the world, but you know, obviously, for the the purpose of this podcast, we will be focusing on how it's affecting uh, the Raptors and the NBA, um, and that's pretty much going to be on the back of our minds uh, for the next while. Um, yeah, and um, I guess to kick things off, uh, we should probably mention the NBA players who have already tested positive um, uh, when we. Recorded two weeks ago, the first name of that came out was Rudy Gobert. And since then, the names of Donovan Mitchell, Kevin Durant, Christian Wood, Marcus Smart, are also three additional Brooklyn Nets who are unnamed. There are uh, a couple of staff members over at in Denver and in mm. Philadelphia. 
and I believe the Lakers as well. Um, so it's mm-hmm. it's unfortunately um, the numbers are growing within the NBA uh, world. Um, so yeah, I just kind of wanted to get your your guys' thoughts on this. Is um, you know you know what what are your initial thoughts on on those players yeah. specifically getting it, and anything else that you've kind of read or heard? And so so basically, I we preface to say that like these it it sucks to know that so many players are are you know getting affected by this and we we just learned that like carl anthony's town's mother is is yeah. is affected by it as well and like it's it's sad but it's also we have to realize that um nobody's immune to this right so yes the nba players and of course the staff but like thousands of others are also getting positive uh, positive uh, uh test results and and also like the amount of people who are still in quarantine or haven't even yet been tested like it, the numbers are kind of staggering so um and when i when it comes to the to the NBA world, like when you hear more and more uh, people, either in the staff or the players, that are getting tested positive, like it's it's kind of hard to think about if and when this NBA season might come back because that should be furthest from everybody's mind. But also, sports in this sport in particular, in basketball, you know, we we kind of use this as an escape, but the escape isn't escaping from the reality itself you know what i mean so it's it's tough to hear and and i also wanted to talk about like the reality uh that is slowly setting in to all of us and i know that there's rumors about like the uh, the nba might want to come back in september or even uh, mark cuban said that he's uh he he's He's hoping that the NBA will come back in May, which I I honestly doubt. Um, but it, I, I, what do you guys think? Do you think like the 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 NBA should either scrap this season, or do you think that they can come back? Let's say the latest, the best case scenarios, like uh, June or even July, and then going into September. I think they should finish the season because yeah, you know, regardless of how late it is, because if they're already eyeballing. A Christmas start from here on out, which I think has kind of got everybody foaming at the mouth in a in a good way. Like they're drooling. They're like, "Oh my God, that's such an opportunity." And I also think, for selfish reasons, this has just been such a a great season overall, which has been fantastic for oh, yeah. all of the teams. Um, especially if the teams were to come back and you have a healthy Clay Thompson, I would argue that every single team would win above twenty, including the teams in last place and that would be like the most parody we've seen in ages. Like the worst teams are winning 20 out of 80. Like that's usually it's like 12 or something, you know, but like everybody's making over 20. Uh, I think it would be fantastic for people to come back to. I think if they were to restart a couple of things, first off, we might never ever see LeBron James get to the finals again, because this is his possible shot and this could have been it, you know, secondly, um, all of the achievements that have that have taken place this season would basically be nullified, which is whatever, because you know this is a game that's secondary to to what's going on in the world right now. But mm-hmm. I think for for the viewership, for the teams, for the everything, even if it were to start in September and the schedule is a bit wonky, I think they should. Personally, I think they should continue it because it's not like the season just started. It's like right near the tail end. And I think it's something that the league's 
going to lose a lot of money. So I think it's something that they can use to keep afloat is the amount of influx of people champing at the bit, waiting to see their favorite teams and what's going to happen and a very unpredictable season coming back. And I think it's something that all of us, you know, I'm saying this on a basketball, on a basketball pod rather when I write about the stuff on my film website, I'm speaking specifically film related, you know, but I'm not going to talk about that here. Obviously there are bigger things in the world, the economy, the, the state of everyone's health, but it's, uh, specifically relating to basketball and its necessities, which are very minor in the grand scheme of things. But right now, I think it's very important. I think it's a good way to recuperate, to complete the season that was looking phenomenal. And that's, as basketball fans, that's what we're all waiting for, waiting for that to come back and bring that back into our life so we have a bit of joy and and an escape from, from how everything is going or in the past that's how everything went so um i personally think they should continue it i think scrapping it might be the the wrong idea but at the end of the day it's people's health first so whatever they ultimately do i'm fine with because we don't know how long this is going to go this could be another month this could be god who knows i don't even want to say yeah i think that's a good segue into what i was thinking in terms of 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 this question i i agree and i disagree I, I disagree in terms of I think we're all waiting. We're all waiting to see how this pandemic will get under control. And mm-hmm. uh, because we can't really pinpoint um, when that will be, it's it's not. Uh, and and you're, you're already alluding to it already by saying that, you know, you don't want to even guess when that could be. Mm-hmm. So I'm not going to jump to the I don't think it's fair to jump to the conclusion that, yes, everything will be fine and dandy and we can jump back in in mid-June or whatever it might be. Because what if this pandemic is not under control? You know, uh, player safety and fan safety and all that is paramount to this and obviously way more important than basketball itself. Um, Having said that, um, I think that if we get to a point where, you know, let's say mid-June is a realistic timeline, um, the other factor to consider is that this is a logistical nightmare. Um, A lot of these... uh, arenas have already been booked for other other concerts or or events so it's not to say that um the nba should take priority it's just that um we have to consider that all of these arenas have other are are using their arenas for other events right so Mm -hmm. um there's going to be a have to be a lot of coordinating on and, and make sure that every city is kind of set up correctly to to manage this because all it takes is for uh, one city. Let's use the example of Toronto. Let's say that um, uh, arena is booked uh, for concerts throughout July and August, let's say, and they're not willing to give those up just because of the Raptors. Um, that could get in the way. They're, Multiply they're that by 30 well. cities, right? Sorry? Yeah. They're struggling as no, well sorry. what I'm saying. They're not going to want to yeah. give those up. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So, I mean, there's, there's, there are a whole lot of logistics behind it, and I'm just mentioning one example. So, um, yeah, there's a lot to consider there. And then there's also the 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 domino effect of, okay, if this was to start in mid-June and, and last until, let's say, August, what does this mean for next season and and, and, and right. the off-season there? Are, are we looking at a, a Christmas start for next season? And... And does that mean that from now on, all NBA seasons start 
next time, which is one of the proposals we had heard um, uh, uh, several weeks ago. So yeah, there definitely is a domino effect to this. I think that the quote unquote easy way out would be to say, hey, let's just start from scratch uh, in October. That's not what people want to hear. Um, but at the same time, it would keep everything lined up all over again. Um, you know, yeah, there that's, has that's, been word. That's kind of where I'm leaning towards. And and it's not because I'm, I'm trying to think of like, like, obviously, I want to be the optimistic one where we say uh, we, we can we can play in June or July or, or even in May. But, you know, when it comes to these best case scenarios, I mean, for everybody's safety and for like to whose right mind is going to want to go to these games if they play again right are they uh, most likely if they when they do start again i feel like they're going to play without fans which was the initial plan in the first place right well, so exactly. what what i've been thinking is if they do scrap it and i'm again i'm not saying that they should or will but i'm i'm kind of putting that in my top priority because it's it seems that the logistics of it, the uh, um, you know, if it, if it goes all into the, the summer, what happens to the draft? What happens to uh, summer league? What you know, does that mean that the start of the season in October is going to be pushed? Like it's every or even for next season, does that mean that you're going to combine uh, games in order to fit the 82 so you can go back to normal? Like it, there's so much to think about, and and I'm also kind of thinking worst case which is you know scrap the whole season so i don't be surprised <laughs> you know what i mean like well, when on 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 march 11th when the uh, league was was postponed like that caught everybody by surprise but now you think about it, it's like that was a good decision you had to do that so i'm i'm just thinking like it's if if it can if it comes down to it personally and i know that Dre, that you said that we should probably get uh, start the season again so we can go into the playoffs i in my head i think that we should scrap it that's just me well um to bring up what you were saying about uh not having fans or one of uh one of the reasons why i think they can continue and uh, one of the proposed uh ideas that they had last week or so was that they continue without fans in like practice facilities if need be and they could just right. stream from there if as silly as it is the stress of these venues having to take on the pushback schedules of all these different industries. I also heard another way, and I was listening to the Woj pod, is that they would kind of have it in like a, a maybe like one or two or three venues, but it would be instead of an arena, it would more be like a TV stage. So it would be focused primarily on the players, the 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 court, and and obviously TV revenue. And so in that that case, teams don't have to fly all over the place, because mm. um, that's the one of the biggest way of spreading this uh, disease. And now they don't have to, because now they just you have to fly to like one place, and and that's it. You know what I mean? So uh, that's something else I've heard, which is kind of interesting too. Uh, but, but but again, I what we're what we're seeing um, is that we're just waiting, right? And that's that's all of us in this case, right? My myself and Jay, I know you're working at home, Dre. You're working at home, so everybody is on this like limbo of of thinking, like you know, what is what is there to do next? And yeah, I, I think we're all kind of in the same same page. And again, we're not. No one's immune to this, and I think everybody is in the same situation, in the same boat, no matter how big um or how small you're you you are in this business yeah and i think that um 
you know what what'll end up happening too is that um the 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 world is kind of being or at least the nba world is being exposed to other aspects that they probably didn't think about like for example um pascal siakam could have earned a bit more money um this year had he gotten um uh, second team all nba or first team all nba or, or, or mvp and i'm not saying that's that's important this is really like a very minor thing but the the ramifications of that is okay well then his contract extension is actually going to be worth um less because you know had he gotten to that stage where he got all nba then he would have earned more money but then that would have hurt the, uh, the raptors salary cap moving forward um this also affects fred van vliet where um you know the he's a free agent he is a free agent and we already knew that but we were working under the assumption that the salary cap was going to be a specific number that number is going to be mm-hmm. significantly smaller now oh yeah so you know that's going to affect any of the free agents this summer um in terms of like how much teams have to work with and now the number of teams that have salary cap space are working with even less and those teams aren't aren't that good either we're talking about cleveland atlanta detroit these are not great teams but at the same time they do have some money left and if someone like a fred van vliet is looking to get paid he's going to be taking a much bigger pay cut to stay with the raptors or get something closer to what he was hoping to get by leaving for a um uh, a lottery team like the pistons or the Cavs. so i mean the the ramifications are, are far wide um but uh i think it's kind of opening our eyes to the importance of of how the raptors have managed their salary cap and how other teams have managed that and what this might mean for the raptors future yeah and also what a fun season this was too right or this has been right like the the amount of scrutiny that that the raptors were getting because Kawhi left and everything and and how much this team kind of uh it, the, all the stories and all the positivity that came from just watching this team like we, we the ride was so much fun like not too long ago these guys were i, I don't even remember how long was the 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 winning streak 15 17 15 games 15 games like that wasn't almost an entire month can you imagine that was that was this year you know like that was the best canadian uh team i guess winning streak from professional professional sports team is 15 and it came from this year's toronto raptors like what a amazing season that that has come um but then there's also other storylines like can you imagine uh how how like painful it is to see or for for a milwaukee fan right this this milwaukee team is on was on pace to get like 70 wins and and probably the favorites to be the nba champs and like of course like you said dre the lakers and and even the clippers who thought they were going to go to the finals like it's there's a lot of uh, parodies and a lot of storylines that this nba season was so fun to watch and i think everyone was anticipating this playoffs so to to feel like we kind of got it snatched away from us it sucks it does suck but it's not like it's something that we've no it was to nobody's fault right it's to absolutely nobody's fault that in these circumstances you just have to realize that hey there are bigger things than basketball and it's all about you know f- the health and for players and for fans and for for each other too so I think that's that's the important part. But man, what a what a season it, ha- it has been. And I'm not gonna say that it or 
I'm not going to say that it's over, but it was it was quite a run, man. Yeah, we have to basically act as if it is over, just in the same way like with coronavirus, you have to act as if you have it, because um, at this point we're caring about different things than we were a month ago, where it's like who's going to win this and this. We have to care about the safety of everybody in this league. And as we saw, especially yesterday, it's not even about just the players anymore. Like, Kat's mom is, and please wish her the best, is in a in a doctor-induced uh, comatose state on a ventilator because she was struggling with it for days, and it's not looking great. And uh, who even knows if Kat himself has it or where his mother got it from? Like, this is where it's getting scary, and, like, um, we're seeing a lot of geriatric figures. Not that celebrities are the most and only important people here, but it just, it makes for a good benchmark so we realize what's kind of happening um, as a whole in society, because these are people that we recognize. Prince Charles um, of the royal family just got announced with it, so he's, like, in his 70s. Who even knows what his fate's going to be? And a lot of, like, jazz musicians that are older a lot of uh actors that are older are starting to get it and even pass away from it so it's getting right. it's 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 hitting the fan right now and at the end of the day as selfish as to like coming back or whatever not if that isn't what happens that doesn't matter you know for the safety of people like cat's mom and all these older figure figures like a like a Bill Russell or a, a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar or anybody who's important to the league as a family, as an icon, as a viewer, everyone's safety at this point is imperative. And unfortunately, um, it, it's getting real. It's getting super real right now as we speak. So um, I ha I personally feel like if all the proper precautions are taken that this is going to explode and then start to hit the down low is what I'm hoping. But that peak, which we're only starting to see right now, I'm not ready for what's going to happen because who the hell knows? And it's very scary. So please, everybody, please take care and be, and be safe. Yeah, and I would echo that in terms of like, let's, you know, we, we haven't said it too much on this pod yet i know we had a couple of pods discussing you know the, the importance of you know uh, practicing good health uh, procedures and i think that's been um effectively plugged away throughout um media and um uh i i think i would only add to the fact that we we should definitely practice and we are practicing this right now but social distancing um i think the the term itself uh, sometimes i feel like it, it's it's not enough to say social distancing but physical distancing is something that that we need to practice and i'm glad that the three of us as much as i like you know hanging out with you you two it, i'm glad that we are practicing this and be able to um share this podcast without having to actually be in the same room together so um like yeah and, and i think that in terms of setting an example they were the first major league to kind of shut down and uh, everyone kind of followed suit and we saw that uh, with the, the with the um, Canadian Olympic Committee deciding to pull out of the Olympics before the Olympics were actually postponed. And it's good to see that leadership um, from all organizations are recognizing the importance of this pandemic and taking action on it before waiting for a response. Um, 
from from others yeah yeah definitely and i believe it was team canada and team australia yeah. that didn't want yeah that said that they weren't going to send their athletes to tokyo and then finally which saw the suit with tokyo saying that they will postpone until 2021 what i love the most is that when you see and because i follow a lot of team canada uh, athletes and they all all of which were positive feedbacks like can you imagine these these athletes are are um training for f four years straight just to have a chance to be uh, uh competing with the best in the world like this is their mainstay and they don't get paid very much like they're not like um nba players or nhl players or they they don't get that that type of revenue but these these athletes are are trained every single day so they can have a chance to uh play in these games and then now that they have they had to postpone it for for one year none of which i've seen one negative feedback saying that i can't believe they're going to stop it no it's all about let's wait until 2000 uh, 2021 where let's all be safe and let's all stay home and and everything like that so that's that's been so good to see and it's and i'm glad that and i know it took a little bit of time but i'm glad that tokyo uh, decided or the olympic committee decided to postpone it it's not like they canceled they are postponing it for the next year yeah. but i mean like if if you guys have ever been to tokyo and I, I i went last september it is not a very it's a beautiful place but it's very compact so it's not in anybody's right mind to go anywhere that has a lot of people <laughs> so this uh, this was a great decision well i'm very glad personally that they postponed rather than canceled this particular event because it's not like basketball where it's the next season with the olympics they spend millions of dollars and you see it rarely work and oftentimes the winter games the summer games whatever it is it can really have a negative impact like i am greek as all of you know by now i mean just by my name alone so when you go to Athens and see like these unattended arenas, like that's daunting. But in the rare mm -hmm. instance where it's got a positive impact on the economy of whoever's hosting it, like a Vancouver, for instance, I think, if I'm not mistaken, of course, I think that's important. In a place like Japan, I think it would be on the upswing rather than the downswing of it having a negative impact like a Brazil or the like. So with that all of that work and money being tossed that would be very bad for uh, for tokyo as a whole this 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 is a gamble for them to bring in all of that money that that's been spent so i'm glad that it's been postponed i think this might bring a positive attention to when it finally comes back uh, mm -hmm. next year especially because people are waiting that additional year there's that respect that they did the right thing I hope it, it works in their favor because it's obviously not an easy decision to make when all of that money and your economy is on the line. And I, again, I hope it works in their favor. I've personally never been to Tokyo. I've always wanted to go. Uh, one of my favorite films is Lost in Translation. I love a lot of the culture, like the music and the films of Japan. It's a place that I've always wanted to go to. I want to try their wacky food and go to their arcades. Um, I, I want to be a part right? of it all. There's, I, there's this, uh, hotel in in the, the heart of tokyo and there's a giant giant godzilla head just Yo. chilling just chilling on the first, top of the hotel it's amazing. gonna stay and secondly 
I'm going to one of those Pokemon centers without question. Oh yeah. Also, I'm thirty. Hundred percent. They're 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 everywhere. You you'll, you'll step out of your hotel and be like, hey, there's a Pokemon center. <laughs> it's great. Yes, I'm uh, buying all the plushes and all the crazy ass Kit Kats. Yeah, yeah, totally. But I mean, um, sticking with the Olympics, that also means that you know we won't get to see uh, the Canadian men's basketball team that possibly could be the most impressive uh canadian or men's canadian basketball team because the ladies kick ass every year uh but for the men's it's it, we would have seen the likes of jamal murray um well i have it i have a list here my bad uh, <laughs> rj <laughs> yeah, barrett shay gill alexander uh dylan brooks uh chris boucher kojo of course kelly Olene, dwight powell all these guys would have been like an amazing and amazing team to see possibly go against the uh obviously the the reigning champs uh the united states of america that would the have been very interesting team. the new yeah exactly so that would have been quite a matchup to watch um but you know we'll see we'll see if it happens again in 2021 uh and hopefully knock on wood you know no one gets injured by that time and we can still see a team canada versus team usa in the finals let's let's hope let's let's pray but uh before we get into our break i wanted to shout out all the players that 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 we follow on instagram uh, that they've been kind of taking their time out of their days because obviously no one's really doing much. You know, you see that Serge is doing his uh, "Are you bored?" Uh, or "How bored are you?" Um, Instagram lives where he's like working out or or he's calling Kyle Lowry or like it's really funny. Demar Derozan and Rudy Gay just had a live Instagram uh, chat when he they were just calling people like just randomly just calling people. I think they called PJ Tucker. Uh, who else did they call? They try to call Lou Will. William too. They tried to call Surge as well. Damian Littered, CJ, they had an Instagram live. Trey Young had like a three-point sock competition on itself. Like it's it's really funny watching these these players that we, you know, we watch on a, on a, on a daily. We see them on their professional uh landscape and on on the court, but we don't normally see them at home and just just hanging out and, you know, practicing social distancing, of course. But, you know, it's it's kind of fun. So, you know, shout out shout out to all these guys. Have you seen any of these IG stories? Well, I certainly saw one Instagram story, as did uh, a lot of people. Um, Jay, uh, moving on. <laughs> what have you seen? <laughs> There's quite a bit of IG stories that are out there that have caught my eye, and I guess we will not discuss Jamal Murray. But let's talk are about you, are you uh, sure? Jamar. We, we can. Cause... Are, we, are we sure we want to talk about it? We do not discuss Jamal Murray. Can you throw the... Yeah, throw the explicit on this one. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, we're good. We're good. We'll 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 spare it, everybody. If you guys want to know, go go look it up. But my goodness, <laughs> well, no, don't look just, it up. Just just, just no, maybe not. <laughs> uh, well, then again, yeah, you're no, working honestly, from home, so like you're not gonna be fired. Uh, but yeah, in terms of like the the Demar Derozan, I thought that he had a, a, a cool TikTok video with his with his daughters. It was super cute and. I, I'm here for it, you know, like these getting a chance to see these athletes in their home environment and how they're coping with it. They're just like us, right? So, um, yeah, for 100%. me, like DeMar DeRozan's TikTok video with his kids is super cute. That was good. That was good too. I think Trey Young's was really, really funny. He, he like set up uh, like little socks as like a three point line. And he even had like a money rack too with like white socks. It was hilarious. <laughs> 
Oshi Brissett too. He had a TikTok that was so jokes. You guys got to check that out too. Yeah, he's got rhythm. He's got rhythm. I gotta say that. It's true. And yeah, it's no, true. That's, right. that's the dancing one I just saw. But like, yeah, you're, I think you're referring to the other one where he was uh, uh, doing a little bit of acting there. And yeah, he was. He's on point. Yeah, I mean, I, unfortunately, I'm a dinosaur. I don't. I don't do TikTok. Um, I am enjoying these videos though from the sources that I'm seeing them. I don't have a TikTok, so I'm not seeing them personally, but I've seen them being shared. So. There's some, there's some good stuff out there, um, especially Giannis Antetokounmpo learning guitar. Hey, keep it up, buddy. <laughs> I forgot about that. I'm also a dinosaur, too. I don't want really to Isn't TikTok just like Instagram Live? Or now that they have Twitter? I don't know, man. Social media is weird. All right, but anyways, before uh, we'll, we'll finish this segment off for now. We'll take a little bit of break, and we'll come back with what's in your closet, bro? All right, talk to you soon. Uh -oh. tell you something right now that's definitely not in my closet <laughs> listen if you order anything right now it's gonna come it's gonna come in like a month <laughs> if you're lucky if if you're lucky seriously but all right uh i wanted to do something fun a little bit more light-hearted um f with you guys i and shout out to uh the guys from spread the floor because i know that he they they have this thing going where uh they uh, they ask their reviewers and their fans to tell them what their most the weirdest um the, the weirdest jersey they have in their closet and also shout out chris walder who who uh retweeted you know what's the worst jersey you've ever ever bought which is kind of funny too uh but i just wanted to ask you guys and i'll tell you mine but and maybe uh dre we'll start with you my man what is the best jersey nba jersey you have in your closet okay you know what Let's scrap the NBA jersey. Any jersey. The best jersey you have in your closet. And also the worst jersey that you have in your okay. closet. Okay. Well, I've got to be honest. I never really spent a lot on jerseys. That was kind of something that I did when I was younger. So I had, I believe I had a Novitski, like a green Dallas one. I had a LeBron um, Cavaliers, like the maroon one when he first started. I for Ooh, sure had nice. that. Um but for obvious bias reasons, uh, I've got a couple of favorites. Um, my first being the black and gold Kawhi jersey, which was given to me as a as a birthday oh, present damn. after obviously after they won the championship. And of course, any acute listeners will remember my birthday was when he decided to go to to the Clippers, like literally that that day. <laughs> so it was like <laughs> a a bittersweet like memento where I refused to wear that jersey. I want that. I eventually. Want like this this corner of my place where it's like you know like the raptors championship run with all of the stuff so like i haven't worn my hat since uh the parade i haven't worn my jersey since the parade the one that got trampled on when there was a gun threat but you know that's a different story um and that jersey as well which the the jersey i wore was a was a white and um a city edition Kawhi jersey so uh but because of the sentiment and you know the fact that my family got this for me for my birthday and i refused to wear it because I, I i love it so much and i want it to be like a memento more than anything a black and gold Kawhi jersey now 
Uh, before I get into my worst one, and okay. it's going to be very obvious, I'll give you a hint. <laughs> my name is Andreas, and it's pronounced Andrea in Greek. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> there was you a prospect a at one point that was oh my a number one draft pick. <laughs> And yeah, unfortunately, that name haunted me for years when he played for the Raptors. It's Andrea Bargnani. Moving on, next story. Ooh. I mean, like, okay. Who here's else? my question. Here's my real question. Do you have the uh, the Italian, or I guess the Italian <laughs> flag one? You know no. where they have the stripes on the right side, it's like <laughs> green, red, and or something white. <laughs> Thank for God, no, no. I've got um. So it's not like all about him. I've got the the red Raptors one. So like, uh, that's predominantly what I have because you know, nice. I go to a lot of games with my family. You know, I've got a Chris Bosh, I've got a Carter, um, I've got an Andre Bernani somewhere, <laughs> unfortunately. Nice. Yeah, Jay, what about you, man? Uh, I'm still actually, I'll be honest, because you've opened this up to any jersey, I'm really thinking of some really bad ones here. Can I actually pass it over to you? Sure, sure. Okay, uh, so my, the best jersey, I have a couple actually. I, I have one that w I've recently been given to me by my wife and she got me the, uh, the DeMar De DeRozan jersey from the All-Star 20 or whenever it was the, the, the Toronto All-Star nice. game. Nice. Yeah, so I have that. I don't, I've never worn it and eventually I'll, I'll put it on, you know, in framed i also have a signed demar Derozan jersey just a regular Ooh, white raptors signed by by demar it was really cool what's that but what did you do to that jersey i also spilt a little bit of egg on it but that's oh, okay no. that's, on... <laughs> that's okay it's on the front of it so i'm gonna be placing the back of it it's, or or showcase the back of it where it's not so it's cool, it's cool. <laughs> yeah yeah yeah, I know I did dirty, but how do I get a tide maybe? Anyways, so those are my two best. Um, my worst, I would say, uh, it's still also kind of my favorite, but it's it's also a worse one, is I have a Toronto Maple Leafs jersey, and instead <laughs> of any Raptor, or instead of any Leaf player, I have a DeRozan name stitched to it on the back of a Leafs jersey <laughs> but also it's not even his number so when he was a Raptor his number was number 10 but my favorite number is number 20 uh, so it's very confusing I have a Maple <laughs> Leafs sweater jersey with DeRozan in the back number 20 well then That's it's for sure it's DeMar DeFrozen at that point like, yeah yes. exactly exactly wow that's yeah, quite the those list are my there. best <laughs> yeah man Jay all right so do you do you have your best and worst I still don't have a worst, and I think that's that's not not a way of bragging, but I'm like, well, I, yeah, I have okay. a lot it's, that I. It's more like you, the most uh, the one that you you think is the funniest, maybe. <laughs> or <laughs> I don't know. Well, I have this. I'll start with the easy ones, um, because I, I like you guys have more than one that I would consider my best or my favorite, um, but, and I own I would say approximately like eight different Chris Webber jerseys. So. Oh wow. I think my first was the first one I ever got was definitely my favorite. It was the Michigan one, number four. Nice. And I actually have two of them. So, yeah, and it definitely doesn't fit me anymore. So I wouldn't even say it's in my closet. It's probably in a closet in my parents' If I remember house. correctly, yeah. is, is the Michigan, like, mustardy yellow? Yeah, or yeah. Is it? Okay, cool. Well, cool. There's, there's there's two. Like, uh, there's, there's the blue, which is like a navy blue, and then there's another one, which is like a... Uh, a mustardy yellow and 
One of the jerseys I have is just the blue one. The other one I have Very is nice. reversible, so it's blue on one side, the yellow on the other. It's, it's pretty amazing. Oh my god, it's like a penny. I love it. I love it. Um, so that that's got to be my favorite. I, and every jersey I've ever bought since has always been compared to that one, and none of them mm -hmm. have matched because there's the 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 personal significance of it, right? So nothing yeah. is quite surpassed that. He is obviously my favorite player, so that's got to be up there for my best. Uh, worst again, I struggle with this because um, you know even if I think about jerseys that I've owned of players who are like not even on their teams anymore, I guess I could go that route. I will. Like I have jerseys of players that are just, you're just like what you do. One of them is like <laughs> a Den Denver Nuggets Allen Iverson jersey. There's like a oh wow uh, Andre Kirilenko jersey, and that's just random to me. Like why would I have a Utah Jazz Andre Kirilenko jersey? It's kind of random. But I think in terms of like the weirdest, and I guess you could say his worst is if you consider his backstory is a Diego Maradona jersey. Um, Oh, it, it looks kind of cool. I gotta admit, like it's it's powder blue, like the Argentina soccer yeah, jersey. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of cool, but if you think about his backstory, it's like man, maybe. Yeah. That's, I don't know his good. backstory. What's his backstory? It's a lot of drugs I'm... involved. A lot of drugs. Uh... <laughs> he's, he's done quite a quite a bit of jail time, so <laughs> I think I think it's probably. Well, like, it's interesting you call it powder blue now. I mean, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <right. laughs> Oh, that's awesome. Okay. So, um, yeah, I guess that would uh I guess that would have to be my my quote unquote worst one. Very nice. All right, well, uh fans listen up, you got to you know, during during these times we always got to have a little bit of laugh. So if you guys can give us your best and worst or, you know, funniest NBA or uh any sport jersey i think that'd be kind of nice to share with us but until next time hopefully we can talk next week hopefully with with better news i don't know but let's uh, let's try to keep this consistent let's hope that we can at least catch up with one another because obviously we're we're all in this social distancing world um but at least we can still talk to each other via internet so dre where can i find you brother you can find me on Twitter at Andreas Babs. You can follow my film editorial and review website, Films Fatale, F-I-L-M-S-F-A-T-A-L-E.com. Since you guys are good listeners, I'll give you the skinny before anybody else. I'm currently working and finalizing my list of the best films of the 2000s, top 100. Yeah. So I'm going to be working some time to write that, but uh, you guys are going to hear it first. I'm aiming for early to mid-April on that. I've been working my behind on it for the last month or so. Uh, I won't lie, the quarantining has helped a little bit with that. So um, there's something to look forward to. Jay, where can we find you? Uh, definitely looking forward to that. Uh, I am on Twitter at Rosalisaurus. Uh, you can find uh, my, well, I don't have a weekly column anymore in Raptors HQ because there's no games to preview. However, um, you know, you are finding this podcast on Raptors HQ and I am working on a piece where we are talking about um, uh, favorite Raptors of old and I'm currently doing a piece on Keon Clark. Oh. And so I'm hoping to get that one out in the next couple of days. I've been slacking a bit on that. Um, and, you know, usually at this point in the pod, we have probably talked about what games uh, are upcoming on the rap schedule and how to how to how, what we think will happen i will tell you this uh we're recording this on a wednesday and i will guarantee you that the raptors will defeat the sixers tonight and lose to the sixers tomorrow so that is me well thanks you now i know on it, man and a spoiler <laughs> alert bro god <laughs> 
That's true. Yeah, if you guys haven't even noticed it or haven't noticed yet, the Sportsnet and TSN are playing the the Raptors uh, playoffs uh, playoff run from 2019. So definitely check that out. We'll be on Twitter as usual on That's a Rap Pod, and you can find all of us there. You can also email us at That's a Rap Podcast at gmail.com. And if you're trying to find us on all your podcatchers like Stitcher, Spotify, iTunes, look up Raptors HQ because that's our home place. But until next time, boys. <laughs>